This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome back to Leave It on the Dance Floor. You aren't going to believe who is sitting next to me right now in the flesh, the gorgeous, beautiful, stunning, flawless flesh, Kalani Helliker. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I was so nervous, actually. I haven't seen. When's the last time I saw you? I don't know. I really don't know. I think maybe JoJo's birthday party forever ago. (laughs) That might have been the last time for real. Was it at the W Hotel upstairs? Yes. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I think that, that was, was a long time ago. Yeah, I think that was like her 18th birthday, maybe? 16th birthday? Long time ago. Yes. I'm but, never really sure what birthday it is because the party never happens really on the birthday. It's months later. Oh, yeah. Months before, whatever. Yeah. It can happen. Yeah. And how about her? She's she's great. I was just on the phone with her actually like two days ago. How about, yeah. I always used to say to you kids, one in six. One, one in six. six. Remember me saying <laughs> Wait, that? yeah, me and Jojo talk about that all the time. We always say one in six. Yeah. <laughs> I used to say that to the kids all the time when yep. they, were, they were being like goofy or silly or, you know, inappropriate. And I would say, <laughs> not inappropriate like that, just silly, goofy kid, inappropriate. Yeah. And I'd say, one in six, girls, one in six. And they don't giggle. Little did you know. <laughs> Little did we know, but here we are. <laughs> but here we are, all grown up. Yes. I know. All and of you us live adults in a world, now. You live in a world where, Literally everything is okay. Yeah, there nothing nothing's well, everything's not okay and everything's okay, I feel like. Yes. Could go both ways. <laughs> well, for me, everything's not okay. But for <laughs> young people, young adults, I feel like you're growing up in a time where everything is okay. Yeah, it's, it's much different than when I grew up. Yeah, I feel like it's even just different from when we were on the show too. Like just social media then versus now is so completely different too. We weren't really in it when we were on the show. I feel like we never really posted or cared like be on our phones. And then now it's like a whole thing. I think it was just starting. Maybe not when you started on the show, but when the show started in Pittsburgh in 2011, Mm -hmm. Instagram was just starting. Yeah. And that's why I feel like those kids grew so fast. Mm -hmm. So well and quickly and just the numbers because the show is just starting yeah and it just kind of all happened organically together definitely a lucky situation funny you should say that word lucky lucky i i think there was a lot of luck involved yeah i well and unlucky i think i think there were some unlucky things that happened to me unfortunately and probably to everyone yeah uh but there was a lot of luck yeah no i mean i say all the time I don't agree with everything you did, but I am always grateful for you because I would have never been on the show if it wasn't for you. Right. Like you brought me in and you gave me the opportunity and, you know, the life that I get to live now. I I give a lot of it to you. You know, a lot of people give it to the show, but I was never supposed to be on the show. I was never supposed to ever be there. Let's talk about that. (laughs) All right. So you were on Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. Yes. Season Two. Two. Oh, mm-hmm. season two, not even season one. Yep, I was season two. And I was your favorite. I, I was. <laughs> Known no, fact. No, let, me, let me rephrase that. You were. Yes. You were my favorite. Uh, so there's something that happened that not a lot of people know about, but you were on Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition, season yes. two, mm-hmm. and your roommate was mm-hmm. JoJo. Yes, JoJo was my roommate. And that's actually how we became really close, me and JoJo. JoJo was my best friend. Every single morning, I would wake up and sit on her bed and she would yell at me because I would wake her up and I would like try to pull her bow out of her head and stuff. And she'd be like, go, go in your room. Like, why are you in my room? Didn't everybody else have a single room? And there was one double and it was you two? No, they oh. all lived in like a house together and they only had rooms. And then we had like full apartments. Me, Joe, and me and Jojo oh. did, but our doors connected. I think season one, they must have each had their own place or something. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, but we were, we were lucky. Even though I was the EP <clears throat> on the show, executive producer, 
I <laughs> that was just a name only to shut me up. I had nothing to do with that. I wasn't yeah. privy to any of that. I didn't get to go to anybody's dorm or house or apartment. We literally lived on we lived on set. Right. Which is and, crazy. And Glendale. Yeah. Yes. We were there and it was definitely crazy. That's like my first experience where I didn't see my family. It was really just me and my mom. We weren't allowed to be on our phones all day. It was so definitely tell different. The kids, though, a little bit. Uh, you did other work mm-hmm. before that. Yes. So you were the only kid coming in as a professional or semi-professional mm-hmm. working artist. Yeah. So I, a lot of people don't know, but I was actually on... Um, keep what's it called? Shake it up. Sorry. I was on shake it up, which was the Disney channel show. My team won the make your mark thing. It was like a whole thing back in the day on Disney channel. And there was like 250,000 entries or whatever. So me and my friends won that. So I was on shake it up. And then I was also on a TV show called Bunheads that was on ABC family with Sutton Foster. Mm -hmm. He's a big Broadway star. Yeah. And I love that show. It was really good. And Mar- I, Marguerite Derricks did the, the choreography. Um, choreography yes. During, shout out Marguerite. Hey, uh, I voted for the Emmys. <laughs> and during COVID, I think it was, I started watching it. I Bunheads? Yes. And I, what do you call that when you watch it all? Binge in it? One? But yeah, so I watched Bunheads. I binged the whole thing. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just Fabulous, the whole dancing school. It was really good. I, I always say they should do another show about that. And if they do, I will star in it. So nobody worry if they have that. Uh, if, okay. any, if anybody has the idea. Casting. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you were on those two shows. Yes. And then how did Abby's Ultimate come to be? Like, how did you find out about it or what happened? Uh, I don't even remember. I think they asked me to be on it the first season, but we didn't do it the first season. I don't remember why. Or maybe they didn't choose me. Well, in the beginning, they didn't even say what the show was in season one, apparently. Like, they walked in not knowing that it was going to be with Abby Lee Miller, from what I've seen. I think I I can't even remember what it was, but I think we were asked. That's more my mom question, but I think they asked us to do it the first season. And then the second season came around. We knew what it was. So then... My, you know, my mom, she never wanted to be on TV, nor really cares, but I wanted to do it. I was like, ooh, I want to be on this dance show, whatever. So we go to New York for two days. I actually completely forgot about this. We had to go to New York for two days for the audition, for like the casting audition where like you come in, you do an interview like this, okay. then you do your solo. And I just completely bombed it. I was horrible. Like forgot my solo, fell out of every trick, like was not speaking in the interview. And my mom literally would go back to the hotel and she goes, we're not going to be on the show. You like did horrible. You know, my mom was straight up. She was yes, like, yes. she did. She was like, you did horrible. Like you just won the dance awards. And then now you do this. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't I just messed up. You were nervous. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Very, very weird. And then. Cause you probably were the only kid that knew about cameras and where the camera was yeah. and find the light and all that. Yeah. She was just like, why are you being so weird? Like, you know what to do. You've been interviewed. You've like been on TV. Anyways, though, I mean, I still got picked. And then I remember when I got picked, she got me like a little one of those like big, the big like cookie cakes. And it said AUDC season two. And that's like how she told me. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then we left and then we were on the show. Yeah. And Kalani was my favorite. Yes. And they gave her the most horrible, awful dances. Every time. On purpose. Yeah. And everybody. And I would shake my head and think, why is this kid not doing a lyrical week after week after week? Why? Because that's what I'm good let at. Me get up and let me do the choreography in five minutes and she'll win it all. And so it came down to your last yeah. Yep. Was a cowboy routine. And I fell on my I fell on my butt. And you fell on your butt. Mm-hmm. And that was their big excuse in a way for you not to win. Yeah. And I was livid livid i mean it all it's, it all worked out though because like i ended up on dance moms right yeah but i had you to still wanted physically me to assaulted for that yes <laughs> so so i was announcing who was going home and they haven't you said the wrong name i said the wrong name <laughs> but i don't think the world knows that no i honestly forgot until you you mentioned that on something else i think all right, so I have an earbud in my ear, and the producers are speaking to me, telling me what to say and yeah. pause 
look around, mm-hmm. don't say anything. So that moment of yeah, it was waiting, horrible, horrible. My like, that wasn't exi- me. I was I ready think to that like, was. I think that was the start of my anxiety right I, then and there. <laughs> I wanted to cut that cord so fast and get those kids out of there. And I knew I it. was getting cut that right then and there too. So whenever you, you fell, yeah, I was like, oh, so that's then it. I knew who I had to say. I don't even know who won. I don't. Oh, McKaylee. Oh, McKaylee won. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, McKaylee. McKaylee True. True. I Sorry. believe McKaylee. McKaylee True won, and other people don't know this. Mm-hmm. That McKaylee True's mother was JoJo's dance teacher. I, I in Nebraska, yes, I know. Um, McKaylee True, she just went to U of A. I, I saw that. Yes, and she's the dance with program. Cirque, a new Cirque show. Oh, cool! No, she's in the Michael Jackson show. Oh, that's awesome! In, in that's Vegas, a good show. Yeah, in Vegas. right. So that's the show that she's in, and but they're from Nebraska. Uh huh. So McKaylee True wins. She was a nice dancer. She's yeah, a pretty she's girl. Good, she yeah. was whatever. But I say the wrong name. And all this I don't hesitation. even remember who you said. You. Oh, like I won? No, it, it was, wasn't the winning. I got sent home before the last week. Oh, you did? Yeah, I got sent home on the second to last week. So I would have been like fourth runner up. I didn't even make top three. Yeah, it was deciding the final three. Okay. When so Kalani goes home and I'm pissed. I'm livid. I Richie knows I'm mad. Rochelle knows I'm mad. They, they're like... Like you were the winner hands down from the get go. Yeah. And it was just one bad dance oh, after another. <laughs> so why did they keep doing that though? Do you know why? Cause they didn't like me or my mom. It was your mother. It wasn't yeah, she, you. she's not cause she's not interesting. Right. She doesn't give them good TV. No, cause she, she doesn't, doesn't care. Fight. She doesn't. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. Right. You know, she but the had, other ones like would do it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just, well, my mom always says this, like she just wanted to dance and I was just there because she wanted to dance. Right. And that was right. just really the truth, which and, it doesn't work for TV, though. <laughs> right. And for kids watching, kids that are auditioning for season nine right now, you have to realize that your mother plays a big part in it. Uh, you could be the most incredible dancer in the world. At, well, who are we kidding? If you're the most incredible dancer in the world, I'm going to take you. I don't care what your mother is. We'll get you a new mother. Uh, yeah, we'll get you someone else. We'll get your dance teacher. We'll do something. Uh, but I go for the dancing first. Yeah, of course. Of course. I want to put on a quality show and put the best dancing mm-hmm. out there. Uh, so then I have this brilliant idea that you and Maddie should do a duet. You're in Arizona. Mm-hmm. She's in Pennsylvania. How are we going to make this work? So I don't know how that happened. I'm not really sure. I, it was my first time flying by myself, though. I flew by myself. See, and I, stayed... I got rid of the mother. <laughs> I flew by myself and I stayed with Melissa. Okay. And Maddie. And I mean, I barely knew them, honestly. Like, I, I knew Maddie a couple times from like, she came on AUDC once. I always share what's happening in my life with everybody. And I've always been really honest with my health. Well, between traveling and, you know, getting into another city, getting into that van, you know, the handicap accessible van and it being there and being right and all the luggage showing up and then teaching in all these different cities, all different levels of children, and then trying to do the podcast, trying to do my YouTube channel, trying to work on season nine. My head is spinning. It's so hard to focus and get one task done because I'm always here, there, and everywhere. So this magic mind stuff came and I thought, well, might as well give it a try. And I'm telling you, it has helped so, so much. My doctors don't like me having things with a lot of sugar and a lot of, you know, this, that, chemicals that you can't read. And this stuff is great. And I heard that it's all natural ingredients, right? Right. Without an excessive amount of caffeine, it's all natural. So there's no jitters or, you know, afternoon crashes, nothing like that. And being a dance teacher, I have to have my head on straight. I go into that studio and I have to have a productive day. I don't have the kids a lot. You know, I'm in one city and then another city. So I need to make my time count. And Magic Mind helps. Does that mean that everybody can have it though? Magic Mind did it right. This is paleo friendly. It's vegan, sugar free and nut free. So anybody can use this and you should. Wow. That is like, that. that's amazing. And right, Michael, I'm telling you, 
all of those natural ingredients reduce stress. And well, we know I need some stress reduced. That's for sure. Literally the most stressed person I know. Michael, I know you're going to love this. The Kardashians drink it. So really? Okay. That's yes. So if I want to be in and I want to be cool, cool with the K, uh, then I'm going to do what the Kardashians do. That's for sure. Okay. Where do I have to go? What do I have to do? Head on over. Just Michael, just go right now. Head on over to magicmind.com slash Abby L and then use my code Abby L 20 at checkout. Did you get that? It's magicmind.com slash Abby L and the code is Abby L 20 at checkout. ALDC elites, let me know what you think after you try it. Right. Well, you, I mean, we can speak candidly because it's leave it on the dance floor. We can leave it all out there. Uh, Melissa is definitely the type of person who meets you and five seconds later is living in your house. Oh, yeah. Yes. Very much. Let me yeah. Get she's like number. a mother. She's like, she's just like a mothery, like, yes, type of person. So she was like, you obviously can stay with us. And so worked out. I went, I, we learned the duo and then we competed the duo at Nouveau. Okay. And we did two sapphires at Nouveau. How did you do there? I think we won. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he won. I'm pretty, okay. I mean, I would be shocked. I think me and Maddie won every time we did a duo. Shout out Nouveau and break it on the dance. Or shout out break Nouveau. The floor. And <laughs> shout out to Nouveau and, and break the floor. And I, I go and I talk often and yeah. Okay. So it's we not going anymore, but yeah, you know. we did. Okay. Um, you have to turn that foot out. You're killing me. Okay. So then we did two sapphires. Two sapphires. Beautiful. Yeah. And then costumes are beautiful. We took the bun up on top of the head. Then we took a bus in like the middle of the night because we had to come. We had to go to New York, and that was the dance moms competition. And that you and your mom took a bus from Pittsburgh. We were with everybody. Wait, what? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty were, sure I was with everyone. You were on the and bus. my mom met and my mom. No, we didn't take it. We didn't take like the dance moms bus. That's what I mean. Oh no, we didn't take the dance moms bus because we were still at Nuvo. You, on Friday and Saturday, and we competed Sunday, I'm pretty sure, because we wanted to go to Nuvo. So we did like, we. it was like different that week. So Okay, so, so. I was with Kelly, all the girls. Kelly and the rest of the cast knew that you were in town to go to Nuvo. Yeah. And all the kids went to class. We all Nuvo. went to Nuvo, but I don't think that they went to Nuvo. I think only. I'm sure they didn't go. Um, well, they didn't go. They didn't go because you had them um, at your auditions at the New Yorker Hotel at that point. Remember? Yeah. And they were the only ones that oh, were. So you were being Nuvo. sneaky. So I wasn't at Nuvo. No. N- no, I, you. I don't remember. I don't know. I guess not. I no, guess not. I, I, mean, I guess not because the... I. Well, let's face it. Uh, the Break the Floor Productions, their competitions are the tough ones. So I was sending the best of the best to Nuvo. I wasn't going to send your third rate dancers there from my studio. Well, so they weren't, I don't think they were also you, even at the studio still. They were just there filming at that point either way. So they wouldn't have competed. They probably wouldn't well, be John able Michael to compete outside and the show, right? Michael, like without you. So like John Michael and all those people you met and were there, like my older boys and girls. Yeah, but they weren't dancing with when I was there. They would have been at Nuvo. No. I'm not they sure. Already. I think yeah. they, they definitely already graduated. Oh, okay. okay. I yes, was like, I know did. who you're talking about, yeah, but yeah. they graduated. Okay, so they were older than you. Yeah. Okay. We so, did our duo there. Then, then I think it was Mia, Maddie, me, Kendall. Went to Nuvo. Yeah, we all went to Nuvo. Then we all took a bus, like just a passenger bus to um, not like the Dance Moms bus. Okay. Just like just a regular Greyhound bus from yeah. Pittsburgh that goes in the we middle were, of the night to New York. Yeah, we just went to New York and then we spent the night. I met my mom in New York. She flew into New York. Yeah, and then... And this was all arranged by me. Yes. Without... This was all you. Television. I also didn't know what was going on. So I think a lot of people think I was like, I knew what was going on. Like me and my mom were quite literally clueless. Like we didn't know. Right. We were just like, oh, okay. Like this is what you want to do. I really was just like, oh, I'm going to do my dance. And you I knew didn't... me from Abby's Ultimate Dance yeah. Competition. So did your mother. So it wasn't a weird... No, it was and like it, an opportunity. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, okay, yeah, we'll come do it. And we weren't even sure if we were going to be on the show or really what it was. It was really just like, come to your duo. 
was right. kind of but what the I situation. had done is we, I don't know what you're well I had, <laughs> I, had a, to. I had an alternative plan <laughs> to get Kalani on Dance Bombs, and this was how my plan was. So yeah, because Brian did not want me on the show. No, and so we. We refer to him as Satan in this room. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> You've always re- referred to him as that. Yes. So I was holding auditions for Dance Moms in New York City. Yep. And then none of them got put on the show and I did. <laughs> and they, I wanted them to audition again. And all of a sudden they had their attorneys and they don't have to audition again and da, 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 da. Well, any dance team, any cheerleading squad, every year you audition, whether you're a shoe in or you're not. The only job you don't have to really audition for over and over is a Radio City Rockette. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. And so I entered you in Sheer Talent doing that same duet. Yes. So you had just done it at Nouveau. You won. You go to Sheer Talent. You're going to win again. And woo lo and behold, all hell breaks loose in the dressing room. Yeah. Because you and your mom waltz in. Yeah. And it definitely caused a lot of commotion. Yes. <laughs> My first episode caused a lot of commotion. A lot. Yeah. Which I think maybe is probably the only reason I was able to stay. I think if we didn't cause any commotion, they would have not kept me on the show. Right. It was the chaos that it caused. Yeah. I mean, and I then, feel bad for the whole situation, for everybody in that situation. It was horrible. And suddenly there were two cast members gone. Yeah. So then I had to stay. Yes. Yeah, but Abby. it was definitely it, definitely a sad situation, I, I though. Yeah, I didn't plan on getting physically assaulted. And then I had to go three times back to New York. We were York. in the Bronx. I remember it very specifically. Yes, in the Bronx. I remember being like, Mom, what is happening? Like, this doesn't happen in my, I mean, at least at my studio. Like, people didn't like me because I was good, but like. Well, this craziness like never really happened before. So it was definitely it, really crazy. It was crazy. just like the straw that broke the camel's back. It wasn't yeah. just that. There was a lot of things. It was building. It. Yeah. Yes. If you go I back, mean, all those uh, watch back videos that people do on YouTube. So I was watching back mm-hmm. the first episode, the very first episode of Dance Moms of Dance Moms. And they wanted me to talk about what happened. I watched eight minutes, the first eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And I spoke for 47 minutes about the first eight minutes in the show. You see Kelly's eyes bug out of her head when they're told that they have to do a new routine every week. She knew her kids couldn't handle that. She couldn't handle that. Then you hear Christy say, well, Maddie's going to win right there. First eight minutes. Then you hear Melissa say, Abby's going to make my kid a star. Kid. A star. Right there. And that, and that first eight minutes carried on for six years. Nuts. Yeah. So it was a lot leading up to that. They, There is no way, and I don't know if you would agree, but I know you would agree, <laughs> if there were auditions in L.A. and those kids had to jump on a plane last minute notice, fly to LA to audition to be on a television show where they did a different dance every week. You wouldn't know their names. I think it's a hard position. I think that, I don't know if I technically could have done that either, but I got thrown into it and was able to, luckily. But your mom might have taken you to the audition. You were closer. Yeah, I probably, I think that I, that's what I was doing though. That was, I was already doing that before I was on the show. You know, I think every kid is different and I think they just obviously chose your studio. So that's why you, the kids that are on it were the kids that were on it. But I think if it was a completely different show and it was something like that, where everybody came in and auditioned, it would be different. It'd be more like Abby's ultimate where it's like. It would, but I just know in my heart that those kids wouldn't have been the kids that jumped on a plane. Because, you know, one wasn't allowed to miss school and one's mother wasn't. Yeah. No, I mean, not everybody. And... Not everybody wants it, though. It just d- depends on the like, depends right. on the on the parent and the kid. You right. know, some people want it and some people don't. Like I teach now and I can see like which kids want it and which kids don't want it or like which parent wants it for them and which parent doesn't want it for them. So and which parent can do it. Yeah. Financially. Mm-hmm. And expensive. and and taking off work and yeah. doing all that. Dance is I just expensive. know in my studio. When I would say, okay, there's Billy Elliot auditions in New York. They're looking for little mm-hmm. girls. Da-da-da. 
who was ready to go. And, and who didn't want to. Who, you know, couldn't miss school, was not yeah. prepared, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's sad because I did have other kids in my studio, as you well know. Yeah. That were very interested and would have chopped off their arm to be on that show. Yeah. And could have done a new dance every week without any stress. Yeah. They didn't make good TV. Yeah, didn't make good TV. I mean, I technically, I guess, didn't make good TV either, but I got lucky. <laughs> you, you made good TV. I was, I love to dance. And your mom, yeah. not so much. But she had a couple good moments. But there were. They pushed her. They <laughs> yeah. pushed her. Well, to get those it was good one of moments. those things. Yeah, they would push my mom until it was like something really bad. Right. She, any fight she got into was only something that was really bad and worth it. She didn't just like fight every day. Like she wasn't like somebody that was like just going to sit there and fight because she was just like my kids dancing will speak for itself. That was like what she would always right. say. But you need those people in a cast too. Yeah. If everybody was just all the time, head. it just wouldn't it would be so yeah, fake. 100 percent. Yeah. Right. Now. Let's talk about well, I didn't look at your papers. I didn't. Even well, look at I, I just want to ask. I'm sure your mom also didn't expect that just her first like trying to impress the yeah. producers in that moment would unleash that whole thing, you know, like well, having her put the costumes like on her saying you do it. Like, were you like, did you actually know that dance? That they were gonna. Um, yeah, I actually did know that dance because my Alexa did the dance, the group dance the, for that week, and I was I was at booty camp that summer, so I actually I helped chore- like helped teach the choreography for that dance, so I did know the really? dance technically. So that's why people were saying that's because I like did technically I did know. So the dance. it was from booty camp, and we used it. yeah ah. Interesting. That is so interesting. See, I wouldn't have remembered. Just that. happened to be the week that you did. But did that. you do the group dance? No. At the competition? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. But you did the duet. Yeah, I did the duet. the other duet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I knew it would. I mean, but... You did that on purpose. I know, but people, <laughs> people don't realize that most dance teachers in the United States can tell you before you leave your studio who's going to win. I mean, who should win or who can win. You don't I mean, that's just everywhere, the, yeah. The, what the judges think or, or who else is going to show up there. But you know, leaving your studio, okay, if I was judging... This is who would win and this is who would be yeah. second or third or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just common sense. It's yeah. just what you do for a living. You know it. Yeah. And I knew that. I knew that. Just. Yeah. You you just also. I mean, like, that's also you, you push the buttons. I push. You the push buttons. the buttons on <laughs> Kelly and Christy. You did that. Like, so I wasn't like now I know, like watching back and stuff. I'm like, oh, I totally get it. Like what you were doing. Right. But. And I'm like, I, also, I don't agree with everything you did. Okay. But I also and I didn't don't... know it would go that far. I thought it of would, course. you know, if they would have had a few I drinks. I mean, it's honestly good for TV. Right. It was a good, it was a good, had it's a big had, moment. Had they had a few drinks in them, it might've been like laughed off and Hey, we're going to the bar or something. Well, it could have been handled differently. Too, what would have been the, the thing that, you know, so, I mean, I, Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I no, guess. I mean, everything I mean, does happen. I, like I said, I feel really horrible that that's my first episode and I kind of caused that. That's like, I feel horrible I'll about take, it. I'll take credit for causing it. <laughs> but we, th- that's the thing I was going to say is I had to go to Brooklyn or I had to go to the Bronx three more times. I had to fly in to go to court, court. to testify and then it wouldn't come up or it would get postponed or whatever. And then. I had to go into New York City and I had to see a couple shows and I had to shop and I had to eat and you know, and it cost me a fortune. Oh, I'm sure it cost to you keep to, going back yeah. and back and back. Yeah, and then yeah, and then after that, there were two lawsuits that they sued me for five million dollars each, and yeah. that costs a lot of money to get thrown out of court. Oh, for sure. Yeah, court's expensive. So. All that. That's why I'm not saying anything. I'm trying to stay out. That's that's <laughs> that's why. That's it's, yes. So, Kalani was. One of the favorites, absolutely. I always get emails and direct messages online from kids and parents asking if I can record a short video, wishing someone a happy birthday, a milestone congratulations on a special achievement, or even just my advice before performing at a competition. With Cameo, My followers, the ALDC elites, have the chance to connect with me directly. Looking to have Abby Lee's last word as you enter an exciting moment of your life? Maybe put you, your friend, or a special someone at the top of the pyramid? Or do you want them at the very bottom? Anything is possible on Cameo. 
Connect with me from anywhere on the globe at cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. That's cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. The sky's the limit on Cameo. Would, I, would you say I was one of the favorites? Absolutely. Through the show? Throughout the whole show. I feel like especially towards the end. Yes. I feel like we got close towards the end of like like season seven. I feel like I was less afraid of you <laughs> and more just like cool with you. I was really afraid of you like at first. Like I was really scared. I was really? Like, well, because I just wanted to impress you. And then not that I didn't want to impress you as much when I got older, but I kind of was just like comfortable. Like I was like, oh, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna go do my solo. Well, also, like, at that point, the show had been on a few seasons. You yeah. know, Abby had, you know, the whole glam makeover different. Like her hair was always big. She was in the big jewelry. She was yeah. a very large personality that I'm sure was probably like, oh my God, like this is very real. Yeah, right now. for sure. That's it was, I, I was definitely I really afraid of you at first. Like I remember like being like, oh my gosh, I have to go film. I'm so scared. And then... Well, that's probably from Abby's Ultimate. That too, I think. Because I was definitely just out played. there in the theater and it's kind of ominous view yeah. and my voice comes over and yeah. I'm like, today is not your day. Yeah, that's yes. so scary. I had that told to me. <laughs> Twice. What is the? What would you say the difference is from seeing both perspectives, Kalani, being on Abby's Ultimate and being on Dance Moms? What kind of pressure? Were they both different pressures? Were they similar or was one like way more than the other? I think Abby's ultimate was definitely way more pressure because it was more of like a competition. Like I had to do good every week to keep going. And I didn't really have anybody on my side besides my mom, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's like, you kind of don't really get as much as a say like, but when I was on dance moms, I knew that you wanted like the best for me. And like, you would give me good choreography. You knew what I could do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where on Abby's ultimate, they could just give me something that was completely horrible. And I have to try and make it work. And I had no say. Yeah. And there was no like, and I couldn't be like, uh, I don't really like that. Like, I feel like towards the end with you, I'd be like, that just doesn't really feel good. Like, can I do this instead? I think choreographically too, as you know, now being on the other side is you need a kid to say, getting up that way that foot it doesn't feel right i need to go the other way i need to roll the other way Mm -hmm. off the floor uh that's that's a good dancer who's going to open their mouth and communicate with the choreographer to say oh 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 wait 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 we did this in class i can do this step yes things like that i i have this leg thing i saw now it's you know i saw on tiktok i can do this leg (laughs) thing or i can do this or i can do that and then you incorporate those steps yeah where But giving a kid good choreography, let's go back to that statement. I always choreograph for the child Mm -hmm. and I, my kids come in with a list for jumps, for turns, for leg things, for tricks. That they're good at. That they're good, that Mm -hmm. they already can do. Okay. Other choreographers choreograph what they can do. Yes. What they feel. Or on their good side. I see that all the time. Yeah, they'll give um, me like a left leg. I'm like, I'm not a lefty. I can't do my, my on my right side, it'll be beautiful. But on my left, it's not going to look good. Well, don't tell the world that, Kalani. Okay, <laughs> but we know that. And of course you're going to choreograph. And I yeah. I would even have to do it on my right and then reverse it on the left for the kid. Yeah. Of course I would. But some choreographers don't do that. No. A lot of young people nowadays, they go, they do They're it, like, watch this is me, it. <laughs> follow me, do it, that's it. Instead of what the kid does well. So when you mentioned... I always got good choreography. You were a good dancer. You were beautiful to look at and fluid Mm -hmm. and you made it work to the music. Other kids weren't like that. Mm -hmm. So I gave them what they could do. It wasn't that it was any less. It wasn't that I didn't put my heart into it or I didn't try to find the perfect costume for them to wear. It's what I gave them what they could do already. The strength. Two days. Yeah. Two days to do those dances. Yeah, like some of the kids I teach are way better at musical theater and that's what they're good at. And then some kids are really good at lyrical and that's what they're good at. If I switch that around, they're not going to look good because they don't do that. they want the lyrical. If they're the musical theater, because they they think it's going to win, it's going to win, it's going to win. I'm like, but you don't look good doing it. it, I know. I I get it. And those are tough words. That's tough love. It it is tough love. it's, It's hard, you know. To be like, I get where you're coming from in like a lot of places as a dance teacher. Sometimes I think you were a little bit mean when you said it, but I do get what the I point was is. Snarky. 
You were snarky. Well, yeah, that makes good TV, though. Well, it does. You were good for TV. It does. And I don't know. Had I not been on the show, had it, would it last eight years? I don't know. No, you were crazy. Well, I wasn't on it last year, and it didn't last. So there you go. What I was, was the last year? Eight, season eight. I was on it season eight. Yeah. Yes. And just so you know. You I, did the littles, right? Mm, no, Brady. They were older. Oh, but that's but, littles compared to and, what I Eliana was. Eliana and uh, what's it like? It's name? Liliana. Eliana, Eliana Liliana. They, they were both still on it. Like Got they it. were still. Okay. There. Yeah. Uh, but when we went in for meeting after season eight, it was March 11th, mm-hmm. and Satan and I went in together with my attorney together on the same side of the table, and we pitched season nine mm-hmm. which was to start out the first half of the first 13 episodes was a competition show like gabby's ultimate, like gabby's but, ultimate. but a one-off show so oh, there's just one season. five kids each day oh and they compete and we have a winner each episode's like each a new... episode's there's Got a winner. new kids brand new kids from all over you know different cities mm-hmm. and then season uh, episode 11 we bring them all back episode one. 12 we pick 10, episode 13, we name the team. Oh. We pick seven, and those kids will be the team to do 9B. Oh. And then we'll okay. go out as the Abby Lee Dance Company elites, and that's the team. So you get to the team mm-hmm. organically rather than just having one audition and here's a new team. Like, who are these kids? Yeah, like finding Where the chemistry more. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that was the deal. And then 10A. And so everything was decided with 9 a and 9b they weren't going to pull the string on 10a that was like the idea what it. was still in the air yeah when we walked out but you're of the not meeting. doing it or are you doing well it? we walked out of the meeting and there was hugs and kisses all around and everything was great we had pictures of it and march 13th the world shut down oh that's what happened and then now 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 and then different. like now <laughs> how did you leave during season four well, first let's that. talk oh, yeah. about when you first let's talk about when you got your official spot on the team in season four. How did that feel for you after all that? I truly that don't chaos? even remember that. <laughs> did you get a did you get a jacket? Did I get a jacket? What happened? Yeah, you oh. you were, it was like a whole thing. Well, no, it wasn't a whole thing because Abby just was like, "Oh, you're on the team." Boom. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm that's happy, so. that's what I was gonna say is. I feel like me coming on the team was so organic. It was just kind of an organic thing. Like we. Did our group dances together, and then they were my best friends, and I was on the team, and I danced really well with everybody. And that was it. I feel like it was never a big deal that I was like, you're on the team. You got a jacket. Like, you're a member. It was always like, you're not going to be here any longer. You're only going to be here two more weeks until we find your replacement. You're not going to be on the show. No, One more I, week. I think Not from you. I but. think from that huge explosion, I think it was probably the less deal we make about it, the better. Yeah, and then I just suddenly was on the team, and I feel like it just happened really organically. But I did leave after I did leave for four B because they wanted me to sign the crazy contract that everybody signed at the beginning of the show. And my mom, as we have been in the industry, was like, "Absolutely not. We will not be signing that. So if you want her on the show, then figure out a different contract." I remember that now. I think your mother told me that personally. Yeah, that we. There's no way we're signing that. Well, just because like my, I was not to chew my own horn, but I feel like I was I was a talented dancer and I could have made it in the dance world without being on Dance Moms. I could have went and booked jobs and done other things because that's what I was doing before the show. Right. Right. So but that's not what you're doing now. I, well, no, I agree. I, no, I 100 percent agree. That's why no. I, I wanted to be on it. It wasn't me. It was my mom. Right. She was just protecting me from a crazy contract that could have right. turned into something really bad. Well, I think you were given a contract that was much tougher, more constricting yes, than and more binding than the ones the kids were given at the beginning. Yeah, probably. I because don't even know. The, okay, so just to clear it up mm-hmm. with your friends from the show, mm-hmm. none of those kids had a legally binding contract. Not one. None of those kids. Because you have to put it through the court system to have a legally binding contract with a minor mm-hmm. and they were too cheap. They didn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I know that mine was definitely something that was, it was 
different. It wasn't the crazy contract all the kids signed. Oh, okay. Because they all talk about it. Oh, we had a contract. We couldn't get out of it. Bull. No way. Anyone could walk away. Yeah. Any one of those kids could walk away. And Karen Sterling found the loophole. Oh, there's a loophole. There's always a loophole. Yeah, but (laughs) first of all, you're a kid, so there's always a loophole. Yeah. In lieu of that, Mm -hmm. it was not legally binding for the kids. For the mothers, it was. Yeah. For the minors, you have to put it through the court, and there's a word for it. And they didn't do that because it's money, it's time, it's energy, and Collins Avenue wasn't doing it. Yeah, They didn't even know how to do it. Yeah. So that's what happened. So when everyone says they couldn't walk away, yes, they could. Yeah. The mothers couldn't, but the kid would. But if the kid left, why then did they need, need the, the mother? mother? Yeah. I, I don't know. My con- I know my contract was bad enough for us to not come back because my mom was like, you're not. Si- well, like, they we're probably not wanted si- to own you until you were 21 or something. I think probably something. Yes. It was something like that. Because they didn't do that with the other kids and, and they so, got screwed. Yeah. So, yeah, 100%. So then I didn't come back. But then obviously on the show, they're not going to say the contract because you can't say that on a show. So everyone's just like, you up and left the team. That's like not what it was. I was so sad. I remember being like, mom, I want to go back. Like, what can we do to go back? More or less because that was like my family. Those were my best friends. That's who I spent all my time with. It became more than just the TV show at a certain point. Like, yeah, it was cool to be on TV, but I loved my friends. And it's a team and we did other things. Yeah. We didn't just do the show. We had fun. Say that again. We had fun. We did. I mean, sometimes it wasn't fun. No, there was lots of times it wasn't fun. There was a lot of times that it was horrible. But did you ever see me come in upset already before you even got there? Every day. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Was Every I day. mad at you? No. Well, you Was were just I already mad. fighting with the producers for three, four hours before anybody got there? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was obviously horrible times, but I always like to remember the good times, too. You know, everything happens for a reason. And I'm just, I always will go back and say, like, I'm grateful for the show. I'm grateful for you because I would not be here in the life. I would not have been at New York Fashion Week and BeautyCon and all of these things if I didn't, you know, have this. Yeah. It's, and you, of course, you, there's bad amazing things. Amazing opportunities but, came from it. But yeah. with, but also every job. There's other jobs out there. I mean, maybe not a dentist or dental hygienist or something like that. <laughs> Definitely but in the dance a industry. Lot of dance industry jobs, but there's a lot of careers uh, that there are bad times. Yeah. I mean. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. I, no, no. I mean, there's people that go down in a coal mine and dig a ditch and people die every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's bad times. You have a fight with your boss or somebody gets yeah. moved up ahead of you and you've mm-hmm. been there at a company for years. You know, not every job is Yes. It definitely made me stronger, too, and who I am today as a person. You know, everything that I went through and everything that you taught me and, and everything the show's taught me. something bad or something ugly, you can kind of let it go. 100%. One and out the other. It's like, ugh, yeah, whatever. I really don't really care anymore. I'm like, I've heard way worse <laughs> from everybody. <laughs> That's what I used to tell the kids. If I'd rather yell at you in my studio in the safety of these four walls, which I felt were very safe. Then you go to an audition and 500 people are there hearing somebody say it to you. Yeah. The dance industry is just a tough one, just in general. It's not just about how good of a dancer you are. It's about how you look, your hair color. It's probably one of the very few jobs, the entertainment industry, that they can typecast you. And you walk right in. And if this is too big or that's too skinny or this is too this or this is too that, out, out. Out, wrong hair color, mm-hmm. wrong eye color, wrong height, wrong everything. I mean, they can't do that when you go to a job at Walmart. No, definitely they not. They can't do that <laughs> if you go to a job at the news. Yeah. Even. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of laws in place that protect yeah. that, but not in the entertainment industry. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely have lots of thick skin now from everything we did. Not too long ago, I was in the hospital fighting for my life, fighting a very rare form of cancer, Burkitt lymphoma, choking my spinal cord, knocking at death's door, and having to go through 10 very invasive rounds of chemotherapy. I never thought I'd be able to stand on my own two feet again, let alone teach dance. It wasn't until Dancers Against Cancer visited me during my recovery to help in my time of need that I realized their incredible mission. They have created an alliance in the dance community that provides financial support and inspiration to dance educators, choreographers, 
studio owners, dancers, and their families who have been impacted by cancer. The I'm a Dancer Against Cancer campaign was founded in 2012 in response to the loss of a young dancer from cancer. Since then, it has become a beacon of hope in the dance community, uniting dancers all over the nation. Join the fight against cancer and help make a difference with the dance community. For more information on how to get involved and make a one-time or even monthly donation, please visit imadanceragainstcancer.org backslash donate. Again, please get involved and make a difference within the dance community. Visit imadanceragainstcancer.org backslash donate. And I feel like a lot of things I do in my life, one thing from you that you taught me more, and I feel like you didn't even really get to teach me that much dance like you did, but we never like had class. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't say that. I was teaching class. Well, People weren't there all the time. But I, I also, went to class. Yeah, no, I know. But I also, once we left Pittsburgh and moved the show to yeah, LA. Which was mostly my time. Right. It was a completely different story. Yeah. You know those kids in Pittsburgh were there since they were three. They had me for class yeah. every day. Yeah. I just didn't really right. as much. Like you personally. I had right. Gianna a lot for class. And you when you left the for the season too. Yeah. And everybody was on a break, everybody was in class. Yeah, but I was back at home right. training with my studio. And I was at in LA doing Ali's yeah. Ultimate Dance Competition. No, literally. Yes. So yes. we were just busy but you taught me taught me so many life things just like little things will come up i watched your sophia with an f episode okay and like even just whenever you were talking about the bra strap i was like i i think about this every day because you teach me these things like just like little things that i do in my everyday life tell our viewers and our listeners some of those things oh oh my gosh i mean you just like (laughs) yelled at me to turn out my foot trying to not say like or um all the time how i sit in my posture like do you see me right now i never sit like this because i'm scared (laughs) i feel like i'm back in the time i'm trying to think of just like little things i don't know even sewing a headpiece into my head never did that certain things for makeup how you would do like our body contouring and stuff with Mm -hmm. our arms and our abs before we go on stage for competition yeah yeah, I'm like, there's there's many more things. What's what's some other things that... Well, I do a lot of interview work, interview skills, stuff like yeah. that. Just how you present yourself, how you walk into a room. Clothing. Your, your, what you choose and, and how you're going to make your mark on society all the time. Yeah, I feel like that's something that you taught us a lot. That Being prepared. Yeah, a lot of my dance teachers at home weren't really. They were more just a dance teacher. Right. But I feel like you taught us a lot more life lessons than just being a dance teacher, which I try to honestly do for my kids too, because... Because right, not every single person is going to be a dancer, but everybody's going to have to have life skills. That's right. That's right. And I always felt that way. There's so many kids in my studio that you would never know their names, but they're orthopedic surgeon, attorneys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the girls is the newscaster or the sportscaster for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. She's down on the field and she always says how I stand, how I hold the microphone, how yeah. I speak to people is from my training at dance class, mm-hmm. not at college. Yeah. Yeah. Just things like that, I feel like you taught us too, more than just... Well, I'm glad you learned something, Kalani. I did. I did. All right, let's talk about some of your favorite routines on Dance Moms. Wait, I want to know what your favorite routine of mine is. A solo and a group dance I'm in. I liked Suicide Hotline, but maybe that's just because I was a star of it, so obviously I like it. (laughs) No, Suicide Hotline is one of my favorite group dances. I like all the things that meant something. Uh, the last text. Yeah, those were good Suicide ones. Hotline. Where are all the children going? Just because the kids go crazy over it. And uh, I like the pedals dance. Didn't you have a lead oh, in that? Oh, yeah. The pedals one was really good. We got a perfect score. Right. You were in the that middle? That was really pretty. Yes. Yes. And uh, who was in that? Did we have a guest in that? We did. She was blonde. Really pretty. Really long legs. I can't remember, I can't remember her name, though. Michael, you'll have to find out who that was. If there's any ALDC yeah. elites... ALDC elites, I know you're listening. I know you're watching. Find that out for me. Who was that guest girl? I can't remember her name, but she was really beautiful. She was yes. really long. And nice and sweet. And they probably didn't want her mother She's cute. Okay. I think it was the mother that was the... Yeah. She was too nice. The, wasn't yeah. wasn't giving but us she, anything. 
Yeah, but she was a gorgeous dancer. I know that everyone loves Say Something, Say Anything. That's my, so I was going to say that's my favorite solo. Say Something, Say Anything? Well, that wasn't the red bra, though, was it? No, that was the red dress. The red nightgown? Yeah. Okay. That uh, one was my favorite. I so, felt like that was the most me solo. Did, and Save Me. Did you know, oh, yeah. The Black Leotard? Did you know, maybe not for you, mm. but did you know that I was out at 11 o'clock at night at a Ross or some big box store mm-hmm. finding costumes? Yeah, you did that all the time. You knew that? Yeah, you were last minute. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you were last minute I was a not lot. last minute. We didn't get the music until Wednesday. How would I know? We had stuff in the back lined up. Tons of leotards that just needed trimmed. I never got those. Tons of stuff that was A couple up. times. My, fr- my first two weeks on the show, you really just gave me everything. I got the beautiful costume. And then as I got a little bit older, I was a little like, ugh, here. What am I going to put her in? Here's but a no, red I bra. Think, I think as you got older, Abby Lee Miller just thought, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, no, that's what it was. It's, you were just, just, you were clocked out. It was just, it was just too much. I know. And, and when I was paying $29,000 a month rent for that building and they were paying 1500 to rent it for a whole week's episode and spilling stuff every day all over the carpet, it just, I just was like, you know what? I, I, I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you were done. I, I remember when you checked out. How can we forget? You just come in, no makeup. <laughs> just <laughs> Hair not done. Yeah, probably had a hair and makeup artist in the back named Diana. Yeah. Who was doing As me. you would yell at us for not being all pretty and ready to go. <laughs> no, I was probably well, pretty and then cried it off 10 times. I know. It was, it was Abby, rough. Rough for you too. coming in with that. cameras into the dressing room. And it's a lot. Cause yeah. It's disgusting. Lot. Luckily, I was a kid, so I had a little bit more <laughs> space. Well, yeah, yes, you... Occasionally. I think some of your moms knew. And then when the whole court stuff happened and all that. Yeah, that was rough. And the moms were told, don't talk about this. Don't do this. Don't do that. And then they just still did. All of them did. I don't know if your mother did or not. Uh, I don't know. I know your mom and Bryn's mom, Ashley, both came to me and said, you know, we were all questioned here in L.A. with our attorneys present. So they were like, don't say anything. Don't answer that. You don't have to answer that. Don't, do you remember? No, don't answer that. Were the other ones. Listen, when, when you got feds on Yeah, you, I'm like, be a little no, intimidating. Well, if the feds yeah, came up to me, I'm going to be answering. But no, from now on, young girls say, nope, I'm sorry. I have to have an attorney present. Sorry. Love to talk to you, but I just can't right now. Well, I would definitely have an attorney present. Well, yeah, yes. but they didn't. And oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I'm sure it was know. all so quick. Crazy. And and, uh, yeah, like I couldn't imagine. But. Back to Kalani. Why did just you... knock on my door? I would have told him everything. <laughs> saved it four million dollars for the pits, Kalani. For the when you when you had uh, Abby like give you just the bra out of you know that for that uh, dance. I, I can't remember what the name of it was when she just had like your mom sew something on. I remember she said in the episode, "Well, when you look as good as Kalani, doesn't really matter with the costume." <laughs> That was just something Thanks. that I thought of. Yeah, I always look at the part where it says that you live vicariously through me. Yes. I believe you totally did at that time of life. You would always ask me like what I was doing. I was like a cute little 16-year-old riding around LA, well, my that's Range Rover. I would ask you about the car, getting the car <laughs> yes. on television on the show. Mm-hmm. I was I actually I always talk about that episode just cuz it's like obviously the one that sticks out the most to me because yes. turning 16, everybody remembers turning 16. Yes. It's a big moment. Most people get a car if you're lucky. I was very lucky. I- I did not get a car. You didn't get a car? We're putting it out there. I did not get a car. And very quickly, I'm going to tell the world, I did not get a car. I was an only child. <laughs> my mom had a car. My dad had a car. I I could drive. I learned how to drive. Got my license. Well, I turned 16. And my mother used to wake me up with this metal tin thing that turned around that played happy birthday that you were supposed to put a cake on. But... There was no cake. No cake. She would just bring in the, mm-hmm. the thing to play the music. And she woke me up and she goes, come here. Come here. You have to you're thinking you're going to need a car. I go out to our living room. <laughs> I don't know if you're in my house in Pittsburgh. Yes, and, I have been. There's a, so there's a big living room window that looks out onto the street. And in front of my house is a red Corvette. Oh, you've told the story to me before. I'm screaming, jumping up and down, going crazy. My mother looked at me like I was nuts. Like she couldn't believe that's the reaction. 
And then I went in and my dad, I'm screaming. I'm like, thank you, dad. Thank you. I'm, like, ah. I'm coming out. He comes out. He's looking at my mother like, what the hell's going on? Just then, the kid from across the street who's dating my neighbor, the girl, their daughter, comes out of the house, walks across the street to my house, to in front of my house, waves up at my mom and dad like, okay, gets in the car and drives off. It was his car and they had him park it in front of my house. Oh, to say like for you to think it's yours. It was just a joke. My mom and dad thought it was hilarious. I would have cried. I did cry. Yeah, I would have bawled my eyeballs out. I bawled my eyeballs out and they gave me an electric typewriter. That's all you got? It stayed in the box. I never used it. I never. So when did you get a car? I, I think I was 18. I bought my own oh. Cadillac. Yes. I was I was very lucky for yes. sure. Got a nice Range Rover. Also, everybody thinks you bought it for me. You didn't oh, buy it for good. me. Good, I'll take that credit. No, guys, my parents bought it for me. I remember I kept talking about this white Range Rover that I, I wanted. I thought forever. you wanted a Mercedes G wagon. Those were the two. Those were the two options. I heard about that every day. The G wagon, the G wagon. Yeah, G-Wagon. those are my two options. I either wanted the Range Rover or the G wagon. Okay, but. The Range Rover was cheaper than the G-Wagon brand new. So it was either I get a used G-Wagon or a brand new Range Rover. So I was like, I'm going to take the brand new Were Range Rover. even used G-Wagons? I mean, it was brand new at that time. I don't even know if you could find one. I don't know. But okay. that's what I was. Those are my options that I was told. So I said, I want the Range Rover. My mom was like, I'm not getting you a Range Rover. You're not getting a Range Rover. So I just knew I was going to get one because... I just was like, my mom's going to get me what I want. I know it for a fact. And there was a Range Rover downstairs that morning because it was parked in our garage. And it was mine, but I didn't know that it was mine. Okay. And I was like, mom, look, it's the car I want. She was like, yeah, 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 keep wishing. And because I, I didn't know I was going to get my car. Oh. And then we were doing the dance. And it, it was drove, the keys. Yes, the keys. I like that dance. Too. That was a good dance, actually. I and then it. that's you also in the car and you move. That was like also kind of a deep dance. That yes, was a deep dance. Yes, yes. Um, and then my stepdad drove in with the car and the bow, and I was like, it's mine! And then I remember us trying to run through the front door, but we couldn't go through the front door because remember the front door was locked. Oh, gosh. So then I had to run all the way around, and they were like, don't go yet, don't go yet. I was like, to the camera people, I was like, I'm going, like, I don't care. Like, I'm running run to my faster, car. Idiots. Yeah, yes, I was I like, know. I'm going to go get my car. Like, let me go be a kid for a second and like go get my first car. Right. We got it, and then... That weekend, Maddie wasn't on the show anymore, but Maddie and I flew home after the dance competition that weekend, and I got my driver's license, and we like spent the weekend in LA, I mean, in Arizona. Oh, okay. And then I came home, and I was able to drive my car, and I learned how to drive my car in LA. And then you instantly became the Patsy, as my mother would use that word, the Patsy. I drove everybody everywhere. She instantly became the one who had to drive everyone everywhere, which I found really kind of strange that all these mothers would let the 16 year old who just got her license drive in LA traffic because they wanted to leave. I was like and the you mom were of the going group. to eat and it was like, good, we have someone else to drive. Now we can go to dinner in the bar and wherever yeah. they were going and she can bring them home. Who cares? I was like and the mom of the group. But that leads me to a very sad part of the show. It, no, you go first. You tell what I did that hurt your feelings the most. Do you remember one thing? Yes. So I'm I'm sorry I asked for this. Just whenever you were like, your mom doesn't want to be with you. Like you would rather be with any other like mom. That one was that one hurt because it's like, that's not true at all. But and I obviously couldn't say anything back to you because like I was a kid. And what was I going to do? Talk back to you? Well, yeah, they didn't. I I don't think it about that. I never, never really made talked it about that to you. on season eight with the new cast. The kids got into it more with each other. Oh, yeah. And, and we it, didn't really get into no, it, though, with no, each other in general. You never did that. Or they didn't air it. If yeah. They, if they overheard fight. Well, you, didn't, you weren't mic'd. No, so we were never mic'd. Yeah. yeah. So these kids were, were, and they got into it with. But it was fun because it's naturally what happens with 12, 13, 14 year olds yeah. on, in a dance team on a, in a dance studio. You do get into it. We definitely bickered like a little bit. I mean, you also have to remember we spent what, four, however long I was on the show, 
every day together. Even when we weren't filming, we were traveling with each other. Okay, so let's, well, wait, we have so much. Let me, let me just get there. Okay, so wait, hold that thought. Girls, hold that thought. Now, they're traveling everywhere. Hold that thought. Okay, so I told you your mother left you with Jocelyn? Melissa. Melissa. Mm -hmm. And because, yeah, she'd rather just leave you than be here because she didn't want to be on a TV show. And you knew that in your heart. But that wasn't but that wasn't what the situation was. She was having a baby. Yes, (laughs) she was having a baby. But I had to give it to her every chance I could get. And I understand, but still mean. There was very and you mean. didn't let me but, hug you, and I'm your but, favorite, and then you just but, don't let me hug you. When when was that? I don't so, know. That was that for, whole episode. Just, yeah, just to remind you, that was the episode that you took off your shirt, and because you didn't want them to film you. But they, they it, there was did. a lot. No, your yeah, mother was there, was there that lot. week. Yeah, my mom was there, but she she was pregnant then. I can't remember what happened, but you said those things then, and that really hurt my feelings. And that's when we left for a second because, I mean, it was just like a sad moment because obviously, like, I love my mom and I want to be with my mom. And you said something mean. I can't remember what it was. But you were only leaving it on the dance floor. But Melissa was complaining to everyone that she just she just left the kid with me. Like, she doesn't even care. I didn't make that up in my own mind. No, I heard I'm that sure. in my ear over and over and over. And then you also know with the production, go after her. Go after her. No, for that. sure. And I'm, I'm like, not upset why about am I it going now. after Kalani? It's her mother. Get her on the phone. I'll go after her mother. Well, and it was, they were literally like, somebody has to film the show. So they made me stay and they made me film the show. Or I would have just went home with my mother. Right. But, but I would have rather had you there and none of the mothers. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's a but I show. mean, actually, like we had fun. Like whenever I was like living with Melissa and Maddie and well, Kenzie, she fun. just talked out about you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know. it's, it doesn't hurt my yes. feelings. It's not. It's a TV show. Okay. But. Well, what I hurt my, what hurt my feelings is when you got your car. One night you were leaving with Nia and Kendall. Okay. In the car, I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> that was every night. I uh, was like every single night I do that. Right. And you guys went on live on Instagram. And talked about me. What'd we say? Would we say you're mean or bad, something? Bad, hurtful things. I don't think no. I'm not somebody that would say bad, hurtful things. I remember I watching s- the live, and you guys just basically said that you left the studio because at that point Abby was going to London, and you guys thought that it was over, or you weren't sure if it was over. You weren't sure if you. Were I don't think that that's mean. Again. I think he's we were, being very nice and sugarcoated. No, no, I feel no, like we probably I, I, they were nasty little. 14, 15, 16-year-olds in a car by themselves talking shit. I think shit. we probably were just saying you yes. were checked out and you didn't want anything to do with the show. Uh, what well, wasn't So that. then what it are we just, supposed to? So what are we supposed yeah. to? You know, I think that's more what it was. I think it was more of a probably like, oh, she just doesn't want to teach us anymore. And then you kept saying you wanted to be with the minis all the time. And we were yeah. just like, I think that's just like, I'm assuming where we were coming from. At that point, being Probably. a 15, 16 year old, I was a brat. I know for a fact you were we were 16. I was 16. Yeah. And the, the thing is, I was told I was old all the time. If, like if you would have had <laughs> a parent with you, probably they wouldn't have let you be on live doing it. Probably not. But because you guys were on your own. Yeah. Who was there to stop you? Yeah. 100%. No, I mean, that's why I always thought it was how weird. How many people in your DMs and your comments well, that at all too. times? Because every time something leaked, people would be like, oh, did they leave? What I think going also on? we were super impressionable at that age. You know, I had so many people saying these things to me about you too at the same time you know you have the producer saying these things yeah. you have mom saying these things so i think we kind of just repeated also a lot of the times the things that the kids said i think we were just repeating what we heard all the time which is just True. negativity about everybody else you know so which, i think that was sad. also something yeah no it definitely is sad it is i think that there was just a lot of negativity being spread around and i never really i still to this day i couldn't tell you the full story about anything like things that you even tell well, me now I, I don't i'm like i don't know i well i'm glad to hear you say you don't know i just don't remember at all because i mean i had 10 rounds of chemo so yeah. i guess people bring up some episode or some dance or something and i go 
Well, you have to really remind me what happened. I'll say to Michael, what are they talking about when we do Q and A's and the kids yeah. ask questions about, all right, in episode 11 of yeah, season five on da da da, so-and-so said, I'm like, Michael, what are they talking about? It's not that I tried to block it out. No. It's just, I really can't remember. There's so many episodes. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, right? We all have our own. 632 routines. Yeah, that's crazy. 632 dance routines we did. I mean, I'm definitely probably around like 200 of them, which is kind of crazy. But like I said, I can't speak for every cast member because we all have different experiences and we all went through different things. And like you treated all of us differently and our moms treated all of us differently. Producers treated everybody differently. So I can't speak for everybody. There definitely was toxic situations for every single person. So we can't like deny that because it definitely was toxic. But I know that I'm just able to look at it. Also, too, though, there was a lot of positive moments, too. Right. There was both. And and it was a job. Yeah, it was a job. And I mean, there was there was both. If you're you're a neurosurgeon, there's bad days. Yeah. There's there's horrible things that go wrong in an operating room. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, not every day was amazing, but also not every day was completely awful. So when you guys stepped on that stage and did those routines so beautifully, how about the waiting room? It was so rewarding. It was so honestly, it was fun. I I loved I was happy that I got to dance every single week. Like that yes, was the to, highlight of my life. That's all to, I wanted to do. And to and see, that's wonderful to hear. At that point, I don't think some of the other kids, they wanted to dance every week. Yeah. They had had it. Yeah. Uh, and I think some it's of the hard. people that left regretted not dancing every week. And yeah. Not, being in the limelight, so to speak. You yeah. were. It was a phenomenon, the show. Yeah, I mean, it's really amazing that we did what we did. And Todrick got- was here and, you know, shooting that video in a day. He's like, Abby, I would shoot this video in five days. Yeah. And you want to shoot it in four hours. Like, no. you're crazy. It was really cool. I'm very grateful for the experience. Like I said, I can't take away anybody else's trauma that they've been through because I know that I have my own trauma from it too. But aren't we all traumatized by something, right? Have you all been enjoying my reunion with Kalani on Leave It on the Dance Floor? Well, tune in next week for part two, where we spill more tea on Dance Moms and talk all things about her new brand, Care by Kalani. ALDC Elites, thank you so very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It on the Dance Floor a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts. Head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. (laughs) 